Hey guys, welcome to Brain Porn. And on this episode, I'd like to talk about sex. But not just regular sex, but sober sex. So, is there a big difference? Um, yes and no. So for me at least, like, it's a tough one to explain. Okay, because I think for the, for the most part, the, the major difference is I remember the sex that I have now. Whereas when I was using, I don't really much remember it. I think um, when you're using or whatever, or when you're on drugs or, or drunk or whatever, and you're banging it out, you're doing, um, you have like less inhibitions, I think, right? So you're not worried, you're not worried about how a certain position will, will make you look or, or you're not, you're not concerned about doing weird stuff. Like you do whatever and it doesn't matter, right? Whereas I guess when you're sober, you're, you know, you're more together, you have it all together. So you're more conscious of the way that, uh, your body contorts or, or just the things that you're doing, right? This one's a tough one to talk about. Like, it's sex, man. Like, like um, I guess I never really thought of myself as somebody who would feel uncomfortable just talking about it. But I think I've said sex like 10 times so far in this in this podcast. And each time, it's still uncomfortable. Which is weird. Because I, really I never really thought of myself as like a prude. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm just getting prude in my old age. Or maybe it's just that it's a fucking lame word. Like, you know, like... I'd, I'd rather say banging out, bump uglies, or whatever. So I remember back to, like, a party that we had had uh, way back in the day. Oh, fuck, what, like 15 years ago or whatever. I was in my early 20s. And everybody was, we were, we were on all sorts of drugs, and we were drunk. You know, we were doing pills that we don't know what the fuck they were, and doing cocaine, and, and drinking, and just, like, all that shit, right? So at this one party in particular, I was, like, really, really, really drunk. And, um... I took uh, my girlfriend at the time, and we went to a bedroom, and, you know, we were fucking around or whatever. We started getting it in. We started having sex, right? And then somebody bursts in the room, right? They burst in the room, and, and they're drunk, and they got, like, a camera, so they're trying to get uh, pictures of the, the uh, you know, whatever. They're, they're being fucking drunk perverts, you know what I mean? So I got up, and I was just ass naked, dick on hard. And I was just like, the fuck, right? And, you know, I, I pushed the dude out. Whereas whereas now, if that had happened, like, if that if something fucked up like that happened when you're sober, then you're at, like, the wrong party. or <laughs> Because you probably wouldn't leave the party to go have sex sober. But anyways, yeah, like, now I'd be like, you'd be more concerned with, like, covering yourselves up than you would be about, well, at least for me, about then getting up and, and shooing away <laughs> This fucking creep, right? So that's just like a, that's just like one of the many differences about about sober sex versus uh, drunken sex, right? Like you, I um I googled sober sex just for a little inspiration about what to even say, and it was just like a ton of memes, man. So I guess this is like this is a real thing. People are seriously, um, is it a real thing? People want to know like what's it like having sober sex? It's good. It's really good right? Um, you remember it. I feel as though you're able to get more passion out of it, right? Like it's, it's when I say like you, you have more ambition. It's not like you're, it, it's still sex, man. Like it's, it's still wild and free and, and whatever you want it to be. Right. It's not like, um, all of a sudden you're not drunk. So, so it's just missionary unless you're into missionary. Like, I don't know, but if you're into other shit, like just do it right. Like that's, that's part of, um, that's part of just having sex is is allowing yourself 
to be with a partner and be free enough to just to do whatever you want. Like it's that comfort level, you know what I mean? Whereas, whereas when you're, when you're drunk or when you're on drugs or whatever, maybe you haven't developed a relationship with that person that, that you're sleeping with. Cause there's been a couple times, you know, where I've had sex with, with people and I don't even fucking remember the names. I like, I legit just don't, right? Just being, being fucked up. You just don't. And I, I doubt if they remember my name. I don't remember the act of or any of that, which is unfortunate, right? But that was just kind of some choices and everything like that that I had made when I was in active addiction, right? Like you remember people that you have sex with, right? You just, you have to. Anyways, if you don't, then you might be having a stroke or something like that. So just consult a consult a doctor if you can't remember the people that you're having sex with when you're sober. Something's going on. I think a huge a huge part of of having sober sex is the developing of the relationship before you feel comfortable with having sex with the partner, right? Like that's that's honestly that's a big part of it. Like it really is. Like I remember when I first sobered up, I decided like I needed to stay away from pussy. You know what I mean? I had to. It fucked me up way too much. Like I I, I wasn't in the right mental state to to even have relationships with females. I could barely have a relationship with myself. So I just stayed away from it, right? Which is probably one of the most beneficial things that, that I had done uh, to this date, in my sobriety at least, right? And then there was a point when I said, fuck this, you know what I mean? It, it was close to a year or whatever, after a year. I decided, like, okay, like, it's time. Like, I spent a ton of time doing personal growth, and I was, you know, meditating regularly, and I was healthier, and maintained full-time employment, and all sorts of stuff. Like, it was really neat. It was a really cool place to be, right? So, um, I remember my job too, man. I wasn't making any money. Like, I was making jack shit for money. But, now that I wasn't fucking blowing it all on booze and everything like that and, and cocaine, well, turned out to be quite a bit. Anyways, so I hooked up with this, uh, I was trying to hook up with this one girl. And I took her out. Uh, we were going to, like, a movie or something like that. Or going to play pool or something like that. And I had a couple friends who were there as well. Um, they weren't sober, right? Which in hindsight, I probably should have just fucking stuck with my sober friends for this one. But I brought her out. And then um, one friend of mine, fuck, what a jackass, walks up. Uh, he mistook her for uh, somebody else, I guess. One of my other friend's girlfriends. Or one of my other friends, some girl that he was hanging out with anyways. And he called her a, a cunt and asked her, uh, like, what the fuck was wrong with her? Or something like that. Like, uh, I don't know... What the fuck was going on? I still to this day don't know what the hell went on. But uh, she was she was obviously offended. She said, what the fuck? Right? And uh, she cuffed him. Yeah, she slapped him in his, in his mouth. And then she proceeded to leave. So I was like, the fuck? <laughs> so I tried to stop her. That wasn't happening. She, she wanted to go. She wasn't a big fan anymore of me or my friend group. So I had to let that one ride. Anyways, hey, out there. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was kind of rude. And then I, I kind of, after that, I guess, you know, it, you forget how long it takes to develop a relationship with somebody after you've, like, when you're newly sober, right? So it does, it takes some time, right? Like, you gotta put in work. So I can't remember how I met the next girl, but we had met somehow uh, through a mutual friend, I believe, we kind of like we hit it off like we had hung out um her myself uh a buddy of mine and 
I think another friend or something like that. And her and I just kind of like hit it off, right? And we were both at like a spot where we just kind of wanted to, we just wanted to fuck. We just wanted to have sex, which was cool. It was, um, it worked for her and it worked for me. And then we just kind of maintained that, that sort of um, strictly sexual uh, friendship relationship for a while. But then it got a little confusing, right? Like it got like a little, it got a little weird because we had all gone out one night, um, her and myself and a couple of my friends, one of my friends had left with her. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like a trusting dude and everything like that. So I just, I thought nothing of it at first, but then it was just kind of weird. You know what I mean? Anyways, they ended up, they, they had hooked up or whatever. And it was just kind of like, that's fucked up. So that was the end of it, right? Yeah, whatever, right? Good shit. Like it, it, it served its purpose. That relationship served its purpose at the time. And it was, it was all dandy. Um, and that was, yeah, that was like my first major, cause that connection lasts quite a while. I think well over a year or whatever. And that was like my first connection or introduction to sober sex. Whereas two grown ups who felt comfortable with each other would just kind of, and it was just strictly sex. So there's, there's none of that, or there was less of that, like emotional baggage and insecurity and stuff like that. Whereas my, relationship my my previous relationship um prior to sobriety was um i guess probably it was probably around the same amount of time uh spent together but not necessarily the same dynamic whereas when you're sober you're you're stronger i guess mentally you're able to make decisions think things through and stuff like that right you have that clarity um whereas um prior to that where i wasn't where i was in active addiction and and everything I placed a lot of weight into that relationship, whereas it wasn't a relationship that was uh, meant to go anywhere. Like it, it just wasn't. It was more sexual, and, and it was, it was, you know, like, yeah, like, I don't think she was, like, faithful or anything like that. I'd banged it out with one of her friends before. Like, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't a relationship that was meant to go anywhere. It was just kind of, um, but we, we got along, from what I recall, most of the time, like, the, like, the sex was good and stuff like that. But I think both of us, um, being in, in active addiction, we both probably, we're dependent. You get in that, like, dependent relationship zone. It's, it's, uh, it's like a dirty place, man. Like, thinking back to the relationships that I used to have, man, they were fucking dirty. Like, there's just, like, this, this cloud of, not, not, like, dirty sexually, but, like, just dirty, untrusting, dirty, um, dirty deceit, dirty lies, dirty all that, all the time like a odd dependence and and everything so yeah at the time that relationship served its purpose uh as well right like all these I, I really don't have anything negative to say about any of my past partners like they're all great people you know what i mean like i really wish them the best like whatever we all i serve my purpose to them they serve their purpose to me uh, none of us would be where we are today without these relationships it's just kind of like confusing. Like when I say dependence, I don't mean like uh, she relied on me financially or I relied on her financially or uh, it wasn't like so much of a financial dependence. It was like an emotional dependence. Like if I don't see this person, like how am I going to make it through my day? Like it was almost like being in like a, uh, like a depression, like a, where you just like, I, we just kind of like hang out and like in the dark and stuff like that. It was just like really weird place. Right. Yeah. Like you're not like. It's not the same. So I remember, like, again, like, another uh, 
wasn't like holy sex, but so I, I got a job. I was working at a porno store. So uh, renting movies, an adult store. I, I used to, because I used to work the night shift, so a lot of the time I'd just be drunk. I'd go to work drunk. Nobody gave a fuck. Nobody knew. Well, I thought that nobody knew, but I'm pretty sure people knew, right? I probably wasn't very thorough on my on my job or uh, meeting my requirements of the position. But anyways, on, on my last shift, I, I remember I was coming from a party. I was, like, drunk. So I went. I uh, relieved my the, the woman before me from her shift or whatever and then um the girl who i was seeing and a couple of her friends like came in after and and they were like checking out stuff and you know whatever being girls in a dildo store right <laughs> fucking ass shit just being girls or whatever one of them asked to use the washroom i brought her back um and a couple of them them came back uh again this was a staff only washroom they shouldn't have been using it then i started um i was making out with my girlfriend and her friend was making out, and it was just, like, a lot of, like, making out going on and, and like, handsy-touchy and shit, right? You know, they got a little worked up, I guess, being in the porno store. You know, in, in my eyes at the time, it was going to be fucking awesome. Like, I was about to get it in, you know what I mean? And then um, the, the woman who I had relieved from her position had forgotten her bag. So she'd come back, and um, and she, she noticed that there was a couple people, like, in the store, like, just, you know, walking around, like, just checking out shit. I was nowhere to be seen, so she comes in the back, and there I am. I'm there with, like, these two girls, and then um, another one was in the bathroom, and and she was like, what the fuck? Anyway, she she ratted me out, like, rightfully so. She probably should have, I guess. Like, how that work? But still, man. Wait, don't hate. <laughs> Anyways, needless to say, I didn't maintain that job. Um, I didn't get called in for my next shift. <laughs> And that, that, I think, that moment sort of helped in the decline um, that led to my short imprisonment, which led to my long-term sobriety. So I'm kind of thankful for that moment, I guess, right? <laughs> what a jackass, man. So yeah, that's just like a couple of examples of like sexual stuff, right? Like, like nothing like that has really happened to me like sober made out with uh girlfriends i guess at clubs or anything like and and stuff like that but i've never or like in public and shit but i've i would i wouldn't necessarily put my my job or my career at risk trying to get a little action you know what i mean like some dudes will like i, I guess like you know some people fuck their co-workers or or whatever or have sex with people on their desks and and shit like that and I don't know, Bill Clinton putting cigars in vaginas and and all that stuff, but that's <laughs> I don't know, man. Some people are just fucked up sober too. I guess, right? I think we're all a little fucked up. I was more fucked up when I was when I was using than I am when I'm sober, so I I don't do the same shit. Um so another relationship I had um sober uh, with a girl who had she had like some some pretty serious abandonment issues and stuff like that like again like i'm not a doctor so I, it's not a diagnosis but it's just some observations right i think if if you would have uh, met this person and you would have um heard their story then you you would know like some pretty serious issues right which is unfortunate it really is but yeah anyways so i was newly sober and i was i was hanging out with a buddy of mine and and um 
he had started using again, but just minorly or whatever. Him and a couple friends or whatever, mutual friends. Anyways, we I went over to his place with this girl, and he was going out with um with some people who I think were uh, known gang members or whatever. So I decided that I'd I'd chill with her at his place and we'd kind of hold down the fort um, that way instead, right? I was trying to get some action, you know? Can you hate me? Really? Can you hate me? No. So I remember this night, this night pretty, pretty well. So we're hanging out, whatever, and we start, uh, starts to get late, right? I guess it was probably close to, you know, 1 a.m. or something like that. And we decided to, uh, take it back to the bedroom. So we're doing our thing. Anyways, I'm, I'm doing my push-ups and, and whatever. And, um, all of a sudden, like, boom, 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 like, doors, like, people, are, there's commotion, right? Like, there's fucking commotion. And, uh, and, and they, they all come in, and my buddy's like, yo, we need your help, right? And they're, they're fucking loaded, like, they're drunk, they're high, like, they're all that shit, right? They're loaded. We need your help. So I'm like, what the fuck, you know what I mean? I go out there, and big dude, he, he has his hands over his face, and he's like, ah, he's screaming, right? I guess he had got bear, bear sprayed or some fucking thing like that. Um, another guy's arm is like fucking has like this massive gash in it, like huge. Um, I guess he had almost like, they got into like a sword fight (laughs) outside of the club, um, uh, with some other gang. There's like swords and, and guns and bear spray and, and all sorts of shit involved anyways. So obviously they can't, they can't go to the hospital, right? Because they're known associates of gangs right like so there's going to be investigations and and they can't have any of that right so <laughs> it was just so fucked up man because i was i swear to god i think i was like mid-stroke man and um yeah here come these guys that busted this is all fucked up so you know what do you do right so you get dressed i got dressed uh we call poison control because we didn't know what to do about the mace. Like, he was, he was, he was, <laughs> he was in pretty rough shape. Oh, shit. So he, he hopped in the shower, just like straight up all his clothes on, just everything, just hopped into the shower, man. Just trying to get this shit off of him. Other dude, he was trying to get me to stitch him up. Like, I, fuck, man, I'm not, I'd say it now, I'll say it then. I'm not a fucking doctor, dude. I don't know how to, I, I don't know how to sew flesh. I don't know how to sew my own goddamn clothes. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta hire somebody to hem my pants. Like, I... (laughs) So anyways, long story short, everybody ended up being okay. He went and he sought medical treatment several hours later. So now I'm sure he probably has a pretty fucking big scar or whatever. Super nice dude. Can't remember his name. I didn't... Those... Those... That wasn't my friends. I was friends... The one dude, I didn't know the other associates or whatever. Um, but yeah, long story short, everybody was okay. Uh, poison control um, said use a mild soap. So when dealing with mace and stuff like that, use a mild soap and rinse your eyes and mouth and, and skin and all that. Uh, lots. That's like, so sober sex, drunk sex can both be fucked up in their own different ways. But in that case, again, it was it was dealing with people in active addiction, right? <laughs> I was sober and she was sober, um, but it wasn't sober. Also, like another thing that freaks me out now about is about like 
about like drunk sex and stuff like that is is accountability like people so many people are afraid to be accountable for the actions especially when it comes to sex you know what i mean sex is a it's a big deal it makes it breaks relationships it it uh, tears apart families it it builds families it it's huge right it it makes people want to fucking kill for christ's sakes you know what i mean it make it makes people want to want to murder one another over over this act of sex so uh therefore like i do think that you should that everybody should be sober during that act because if if something like that has that much effect over you or can have that much effect over you and then you should probably be in the right state of mind when when committing said act but also if you're in a committed relationship with somebody or if you're in a relationship with somebody and you guys are out and you guys are uh, utilizing drugs and alcohol then by all means but just just be cautious and be aware because there are people who wake up and they they do get blackout drunk or they do pass away you know what if somebody had a heart attack because they did too much cocaine and they had a heart attack well you fucking <laughs> shit man that'd be fucked up that would be a traumatic experience so just just be i don't know be careful out there people <laughs> just be careful because then there's also people who will He'll say, I didn't say yes. I don't, I don't want to take away the validity of, of any uh, victims of sexual assaults and stuff like that. But there are some people out there who aren't necessarily uh, 100% truthful with their accusations either. And that's the unfortunate part. That's really the unfortunate part because then it makes actual victims uh, seem like less. It makes people take actual victims less seriously and that's that's the true crime then there's people who just can't control themselves and and who do fucking stupid shit and and who would put somebody else in harm's way and in risk um when using drugs and alcohol and and having it involved in sex i think for the general amount of the population that's not something that anybody really needs to be concerned about but i think if we're all mindful that there are fucked up people out there and there are there are fucked up situations and and not everybody like I've seen I've seen a lot of fucked up stuff man so I know that it's it's out there right it's definitely out there so just be cautious and be mindful right maybe before before um, banging it out or whatever maybe just check out some brain porn anyways guys thanks for listening I hope you got a kick out of that one I had a good time telling a couple of little stories there. If you have any stories that you want to share or you would like me to share on air, you can reach me at brainpornpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you want to just check out some photos and kind of hear about some upcoming news and everything like that, you can check me out on Instagram. That's uh, brainporn, so B-R-A-I-N-P-9-R-N. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Check you out. Peace.